Oh, hello, friends. Welcome back to Modern Wisdom. Today, I am joined by Johnny and Yusuf from propanefitness.com. And today we are talking about how to become an online coach. Those of you who frequent the internet, especially Instagram, will have seen online coaches offering you transformations, diet and training advice. But how do you do it? How do you go from being an offline PT or perhaps someone who just has an interest in health and fitness? How do you go from being a normal schmo who only exists in the real world to being the king of online income? Well, Johnny and Yusuf's new business, which they've been working on for the last few years, coaches coaches. They coach coaches to become online entrepreneurs, and based on the results, they're pretty good at it. Even if you have no interest in becoming an online coach, I highly advise that you enjoy this episode mostly because Johnny and Yusuf are hilarious and their stories from over the last few years of how they've learned to become effective online coaches and some of the people that they've met are side-splitting. On top of that as well, it will protect you from the spurious and nefarious tactics that some online coaches are using to get you to part from your hard-earned money when they don't deserve it at all. So... Let's get on the side of the good guys. Listen to this episode. And if you've got any questions, comments, or feedback, you know where I am at Chris Willex on all social media. But for now, it's Johnny and Yusuf time. Also, while this intro music is playing, go and give us five stars wherever you're listening. It would make me very happy indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I'm joined by Dr. Ned Flanders. Highly holy. <laughs> and Johnny from Yusuf. Johnny from Yusuf. Johnny from Yusuf. Johnny and Yusuf from Propane Fitness. Did you mean to do that? No. <laughs> That's incredible. Johnny from Yusuf and Yusuf who looks like Ned Flanders. To the people that are listening, Yusuf has grown a moustache for Movember and he looks... I've been likened to every f- famous figure with a moustache over the month. Apart Tom Captain Selleck. Hook. Have you had Captain Tom's- Hook? Captain Hook. You are very Captain Hook at the moment, actually. Did he have a... He had a, like, a yeah, twirler. Yeah. yeah. If we get you a hat, a red coat. Right. Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> you know, the, the, the character... Poobadigar. Poobadigar. Okay. Without Googling it, did he have a chain on his jeans? Yes. Yes. He had blue denim shorts, red shoes, and a, and a silver so chain. So Mike did this to me the other day, and he doesn't have a chain, but it just shows the power of suggestibility. I was like, well, yeah. And then we looked at him up, and he never has a chain. You're like, ah. Oh. So that's why I'm thinking Captain Hook maybe didn't have a moustache. <laughs> <Captain laughs> I really thought that that was relevant. But it wasn't. It relevant. It's not relevant. Because Chris has said, you Captain look Hook like Captain Hook. Enough, thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, today we're going to talk about how to be an online coach. This is what Johnny and Yusuf do. The new wing of propane is propane business. Butane. You also have a new podcast. We do. The Propane Business Podcast. I mean, I don't, it's not technically called that. What's it called? If you search propane business on iTunes, you'll get it. It's called... Grow your, grow your online fitness business. The reason that it's not called the Propane Business Podcast is there are a group of people who make money from selling propane <laughs> via a business. And As they, a result... They own the domain. We, we don't... They do own the domain. And they sold, They wanted to sell it for $36,000 <laughs> to us. And we said, yeah. no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> propane business... For people who want to get into the butane Into the industry. propane business, yeah. You know Hank from King of the Hill? Yeah. That's what he does. He's in the propane business. <laughs> and accessories for propane. Yeah. 
Okay. Propane and propane accessories. So there will be some people listening who think I'm an in-gym PT. I'm fucking sick of this. Mm. I'm sick of my clients giving me the flu. I want to work in my socks and my pants. I don't want to do this anymore. Um, it's quite accurate. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna open the floor to you guys. We have an hour for you to explain to people: should they go online? Uh, should they? Do they need to have PT experience first? How do they do it? And give us your best stories. So where, where do we start? You're doing an MOT of someone who's about to go online, maybe. As okay. A coach, where do you start? You just got all the answers for this. So. Cool. So. <laughs> this is where the hot potato gets passed yeah. in two direct <laughs> yeah. so with this I think that's an important observation of I want to work in my socks and pants at home like it sounds silly but it is actually like you need to think how do you want your life to look day to day and so a lot of people don't do this and they just go like oh I'm interested in like lift biceps and stuff so I'm going to go and do a personal training qualification and they realise the reality of it is working in pure gyms or slinking around and like sleezing on people to try and like gain new clients Mm. and working long hours, exchanging time for money and generally just having a, a bit of a rubbish time. Whereas if you set your goal on how do I want my life to look Mm. and then reverse engineer it rather than (laughs) I like this. And so I'm going to do this Mm. and not think about what the outcome ends up as you're going to, some people might like the idea of, being on their feet, talking, interacting one-to-one. Oh, in that case, but you're a, be great, a PT. great fit for a PT. Quite a lot of people don't want to be exclusively online for that reason. Because if, especially if you've gone from being an online coach, being an offline coach to full online. It's the most ironically sedentary yeah. activity. And <laughs> the least fit person ever. You go, you go from waking up at six in the morning and like non-stop till nine at night mm-hmm. to just you wake up and you're like, Laptop open, All day. send email. We've actually yeah. spoken to an online coach. We're not going to say his name, but at the end of an interview with him, he, he was like, so I've been coaching people online to get shredded for for ages, but look at me. And he stood up, lifted up his shirt and just went like, bloop, bloop, mm. bloop, with his like fat, fat rolls. And he was like, it doesn't matter. No one knows that I'm, <laughs> that I'm fat. It's fine. So, We're yeah. a very well-known guy as well. Mm. So well-known. let's say that someone, the most common uh, person I think that's going to be listening or that's going to be interested, the most uh, representative example for people who aren't coaches is going to be an in-gym PT. Mm. Maybe been a PT for three years, good clients, yep. but they've realised, hang on, unless I start putting my price up to 50, 60, 70 yeah. u- units per hour, the 50, 50 UK, like US? Newton minutes or something. Yeah. Like Newton <laughs> metres per 50 hour. 50 kilowatt hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're like, I want to earn some more money. What do they do? Yeah. So the biggest mistake that people make in that transition is they think being an online coach is the same as being an offline coach. So when you are like in pure gym with the words personal trainer written on your back, they, you don't realize it, but pure gym have done all of the work for you. Like they brought the people to the door, they made them pay. Like, which is a big deal because you've all you're dealing with is people who are paying for fitness, which you is have to just be there and not a creep. And, and you've got a words on your back that say you're the expert. <clears throat> Anyone you can have a fucking clue, but it says personal training on your back. So everybody in pure gym thinks, oh, fucking hell, <laughs> that's the guy I go speak to. Yeah, and people still struggle. <laughs> you know? so, so that person is struggling. They're like, oh, I've only got twenty clients, thirty quid an hour, bit shit, six in the morning, nine at night. Don't see my friends at the weekend. I know I'll go online. What do people want? A recipe book. That's what everyone wants. They want a recipe book. So I'll make a recipe book. I'll make a logo. I'll spend five grand on a website 
and I'll just try and do the same thing on the internet. And the analogy we use is you're like, you're, like, you're the pervert at the family barbecue because <laughs> everyone's scrolling down. And it's like cat photo, cat photo, funny video, Brexit, Brexit, baby, baby. Someone trying to sell me, I'm like, fuck off, like ban, block, <laughs> yeah, complain. Mute. And like, they're like, oh, but I don't, I've only got 10 spaces. So, you know, comment below, tag, tag. And it's just not, it doesn't work. So basically in the current market, online market, or probably any industry, if you just shoot from the hip and try and sell fat loss on the internet, like, because we were able to do that when we started, but the in online 2008, was, it worked yeah. because like pre pre credit crisis. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's because <laughs> did we, you cause the credit crisis? Basically, yeah, we posted on Facebook and but, that was it. Like that, that was in back in the day. It was beautiful where you could post on Facebook and get 200 likes for resh- for sharing like a Daily Mail article. You would <laughs> you could rank on the first page of Google for writing an article about. Doms or Ramadan or like well actually no even about like much more basic stuff than that like hi- hypertrophy how to do hypertrophy <laughs> yeah top page of Google I want a, I want a hypertrophy Google preferred yeah yeah yeah, yeah. first page of Google whereas now you just won't much more sophisticated well or just you know there's a there's a wider market so the market's massive um and there are there are easily enough clients to go around but unlock your iPhone first hey Siri anyone. <laughs> Anyone have any idea? Are you leaning on your iPhone? Which home? Can we turn it off now? <laughs> Moving on. The, the market's a lot more sophisticated. The market's a lot more... Well, the market's massive, but there are a lot more people trying to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot more people are disillusioned with PT offline. So you just have to be more specific with, with who you try to reach. And that... Yeah, well, that that's interesting. That like the the bottleneck is sales when you're working in a pure gym, but they don't realize it because most of the the front end work's been done. Mm-hmm. But then when they go online, the bottleneck is much harder, and it's, and it's still <coughs> yeah. sales. But yeah, people think it's the recipe book or whatever. And I think part of the problem is thinking, identifying the wrong bottleneck with your whole process, and then trying to fix it. And the most common one is like. I'm a PT and I've done me level four uh, active IQ certification. Then I've got me NASM level one and I'm going to do me advanced nutritional counselling for, 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 for women aged between 60 and 65 um, to help with, with food intolerances. And I've done me celiac certification and me pregnancy. And you're like, kettlebell level 10. It's, it's like because they think it's like little feathers to the... What is it? Feathers to their bow, strings, yeah, 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 yeah. strings to their cap, and <laughs> strings to their cap, skin off their nose, whatever. <laughs> and whereas, like, I would say, any of that education is that should be off your own back for your own sense mm. of internal pride, mm. and really get that from a textbook. Don't pay like two grand for a kettlebell. Uh, that's the same person who says like, you know, Joe Wicks is a you know tosser and he doesn't know anything. So no one cares if Joe Wicks has a kettlebell. Well, level look, three. Look at the numbers. Yeah, look at a lot more people care about Joe but Wicks. He has than got you. a recipe book. He does have a recipe book. <laughs> He's got a number of recipe so, books. <laughs> he does. So back to why that's important, and I'll get onto the recipe book in a second. <laughs> that what Pure Gym have done is brought a certain person in. They trust. They trust the, the environment they're in. They don't like. They don't approach a PT and think, "Well, I might get scammed here." Yeah. There's, there's an environment you have to create all of that yourself online because you've got the institutional yeah you're legit, in a gym legit you're in a gym it's a yeah. brand everyone knows who you are um like you trust the tesco guy 
you go into Tesco and you don't think, oh, he might enjoy <laughs> yeah, it. Which, yeah. I need to find out where the cereal is. And he says, I'll like Batman symbol Q. And you're like, hang on <laughs> yeah, a second. I'm yeah. not sure if you know what you're talking about. And there's like a green button that says add to cart. And, mm, yeah, exactly. yeah. Are you sure? Exactly. Um, and then, so like your website, your persona online, everything has to create that. So you have to somehow be seen as trusted, as an expert, as having the answers by someone. And the easiest way to do that is to pick a specific person who would naturally see you as that. Now, I realize I'm going around the houses here, but the point is like, we, that was a weird noise. We started working with students because we just finished being students and because we intimately understood students. So to a student, us versus a, you know, a coach who's 10 years older or whatever, we're much more likely to be seen as an expert because we know exactly what they're going through. We've had results in that environment. And our markets changed as we've grown. grown up. And, you know, we now mainly work with people who are where we were before we moved into propane, which is finance and corporate busy. Mm. So it's far easier to create that pure gym feeling when you're seen as someone who's just, oh, well, they get me. They understand me. So they're you, saying things that are relevant. You need to be seen with some authority. Mm-hmm. You need to be trusted. And what was the third one? Well, no like and trust is like the thing that's no so like they know and you, trust. They know who you are. They they trust you and they like you. So you know if they make you laugh, if they if it's engaging, they relate to what you're saying. It's super interesting that you talk about how um, the offline normal in gym PT environment has pre-selected for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Lewis, housemate who's upstairs at the moment, he was at the gym, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you know the way that their <clears throat> PT. Uh, structure is set up, but they have no rental costs for being in the gym. Mm-hmm. They just need to do, I think it's six hours of reception per week. Yeah. Um, and I thought, wow, that's an amazing deal. When you actually scale up six hours by four over a month at 40 pounds per hour or whatever you're going to charge, you're actually like, hang on a second. Mm-hmm. Like, I could maybe be working more, but then you think, well, hang on, I can slot things around it. But the main thing, and this is what I was saying to him, he was like talking, do I go into a private studio? Should I go away? And I was like, bro, like if you've got slots left in your calendar or slots left in your weekly schedule, I was like, I would just stand on reception. These people are the hottest leads mm. in the world. They're coming to you and saying, hi, person with personal trainer on their T-shirt. <laughs> I want a personal trainer. Exactly. Nowhere else on the planet does that happen. Like, yeah. Apart from like the yellow pages back in 1992. Do you know, when you'd look down, it would be like Arthur Anderson, uh, painter. Oh, well, he's, he's for top of the pitch. Oh, he's paid for Arthur a frame as well. It's, well, Aaron it's double Aronson. A. Yeah, yeah, Aaron Aronson. Yeah, exactly. It's even better than that because the people in the gym are like, they're by definition, they're serious because they've paid to be there. Uh, like, so I, I know it's an upsell. Is, it's an upsell, it? not yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So like, being a PT in like a David Lloyd, like you know one thing for sure about everybody in there and that is that they're paying a decent monthly rate. That is a good point. Like the lead quality is great because they're in the gym. Like they're not, they're not just paid to offset their guilt and haven't gone in. They've Mm -hmm. actually turned up at the gym too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Massive. Okay. (laughs) And yet they still have a sales problem. We're talking to people who are probably offline PTs or people who are just interested in this industry overall. Mm -hmm. But... Are there any analogous situations for this? I guess someone potentially who's like a a counsellor who works one-to-one with people, perhaps doing therapy mm-hmm. or anyone else who's like that, who's thinking about going online. Do you think that these are 
universal rules or at least like applicable to some other or have you considered any other yeah there's, i mean i think any freelance job so yeah counselor painter therapist be- an online painter well <laughs> so like anything where where's the, the worst example <laughs> I'll explain. So, so in, in anything where the, there is a potential to be working with an institution or working on uh, your own basis. Okay. Understood. Got it. So, so either with a PT, if, you, if you're if cho- you choosing to be purely offline, then you're either, yeah, working with the institution of Pure Gym or you have your own personal brand that you've built and then you can bring people into that and then mm. you offer whatever you want with that. If you're a painter, you can't do a lot online unless you go into like information products, but... We don't know how what the market is like for information products for painters. How to be a painter. How to be a painter. Feel like a handyman or something. But what you can do is leverage your time and use that expertise to say, right, I'm going to build a team around me and... Teach take, them take how booking. to be painters. Like, a huge, focus on BDM. Yeah. Is that, that where you, where you put a ball in your, ball in your mouth like and you have to whip each other? Um, so if you're a, if you're a handyman... The, the biggest market I see, and I'm sure you, you'll have experienced this pain, well, actually, we all, we all experience this pain horribly, is there's a huge gap for PAs, for handymen, or for builders, where they just tell them, right, you're here on Tuesday, you're there on Thursday, that's where you go. So effortful, the discussion backwards and forwards with anyone who's in that handyman, plumber, painter, carpenter, <laughs> fucking electrician thing. Like, trades. Ring the person... Hi, mate. Can you do this job? Um, are you available at oh, this no, time? Here's the address. Here's the phone number of the person who you need to speak to, or it's me. Or oh, hang on, I need to rearrange. Like, none of that has got anything to do with your expertise as a fucking handyman. The thing That's is, though, it. is that that so that will exist through bigger companies, but it'll be a lot more expensive. Mm. And like, would you pay double? Because you've so, got to pay for the PA and the plumber. That's the it. So, so if you can charge like a. 10, 20% premium or whatever it is to cover your costs mm. and then just operate that at scale. And, and if Fuck it, what are we talking about coaches for? The electricians, <laughs> where the gap is. DM us. Where the gap, we will where coach the gap you. really is, is creating a piece of software. Make oh, a SaaS product yeah. that is for SaaS. trade software as a service. So create a platform that organises tradesmen. Uber for trains. We're going to delete that because someone will steal that. Well, it's and like my trusted trader <laughs> and my trader and stuff like that do the sourcing of it. Checkatrade.com. But not the Checkatrade.com. organizing of it. You yeah, watch a lot of TV, good. don't you? It's actually more of a radio thing, that. And you get loads and of And I listen to so on. much radio. <laughs> Remember when we told an entire room of radio presenters <laughs> that <laughs> the only time we ever yeah. listen to radio is before our Bluetooth connects. I think it was the, like, the bosses of a big radio company. conglomerate. Yeah, yeah it was technically <laughs> yeah. a group. Um, think of a big radio station. The owners of them, we told them that radio was their shit. Immediately after someone told them that 93% of people in the UK listen to radio at least once a week. And we looked at each other and went, ah, No, they don't. You fucking lie. Um, okay, so I'm going to, I'm thinking about how a sales page works here. Where's your authority? Why should the people that we're speaking to listen to you? That's like, the, what, 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 what license have you got to talk to anyone about how to be an online That's a really coach? good question. And it's also what you should ask yourself whenever you're offering a service is like, Have I achieved the thing which I'm professing? The, have I achieved teach. the result that I'm prof- professing that I'm going to get for other people? And so the same way that you wouldn't trust a fat personal trainer, you wouldn't trust a car, a car driving instructor that has a drive car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, and, and the, the great thing is you don't need to be the world record holding authority on that thing. You just need to be a chapter ahead of whatever 
you're offering to so someone. So, how many chapters ahead do you think you guys are? Because I've I, I know the answer to this. So we, we probably market, the, the, the entire book, yeah. probably the encyclopedia. <laughs> no, I'm joking. We we market <laughs> to people who are like us five years ago. Mm. I think us ten years ago. But you've done a well, lot in yeah, five years. You've done yeah. a lot more than most people would. Yeah, so years, yeah. take us through. So you've been online coaches for ten years. So we so Propane started about a decade ago, um, as a blog, gained traction, got a few clients, <clears throat> slowly trickled along. We figured out right, we need to figure out how to market this. Bought a bought like our first course to learn like the basics. And then since then, of I mean, I don't know how much money you've invested. It, it would probably make 60, me grand, as probably. more than that's way more than that. Oh, actually, it, include all the like software <laughs> and stuff. As yeah, well. so lots of money in learning how to market it. We've been doing it. You can't ad spend as, as tuition fee as well. Then it's, it's nauseating. <laughs> I will be sick. Um, yeah, so we've been doing it full time. I mean, you've you've done a bit of other stuff, like you did a medical degree and <laughs> BlackRock. <laughs> But yeah, um, but since 2016, full time. So um, we're not like, I think our selling point, <clears throat> as far as we see it, is there are two ways to succeed with this stuff, really. One is you hit, so the big, the best example of, of the way that we don't do is James Smith and what's happened to him. So he... Let's talk about that in a second. Okay. All right. So we, we don't have any of that. If anyone follows us, like they'll they'll know that we don't have... 500,000 followers on Instagram or anything like that. But not like, internet personalities. No, yeah. no. Um, we we run things very much from a, like we have systems that do the work for us. We figured we figured it out, I suppose, a long frustrating way that, you know, if you leverage sales and marketing properly, you can use advertising software systems to bring clients in in a, in a fairly repeatable more way. more passive. Yeah, it's more, it's, there's a lot more work to get it set up but there's more predictability over it. It's less like, will my video go viral? Yes or no. Yes. Will the platform change and take likes and comments away? There's none of that, but there is, there's other, other uncertainties and difficulties. It's probably the difference between like setting up an intricate set of pipes and stuff that spits out a, like a bowl of cereal at the end <laughs> and you, and you just go, I'm just going to pour that much milk into the top and it goes, and makes the bowl of cereal compared to just getting your hose pipe out and just being like, and hoping a bit goes in the bowl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes loads goes in. Yeah. And sometimes not. And those days are great. Yeah. Those days are the best. Okay. So you've talked about some of the things that you guys have done. Mm. I want the listeners, the ones who are still with us, who are not perfectly interested in Why online. Why are you talking about serious? What about fucking online coaches? Well, um, I want to hear a round robin for the next 10 to 15 minutes of the funniest situations you've encountered whilst learning about being an online coach. Okay. So I want to hear... Some of the fails. I want to hear the story about when you went to go see James Smith live and you thought he was going to give you the keys. Uh, I, want oh the sto- I want to hear the story about... Um, <laughs> oh. I want to hear the story about... I'm not being funny, right? Uh, okay. I want to hear the one about the brain problem. Oh, uh, my God. You know what? The, these really, like... Look at him getting... He's getting FOMO that he hasn't <laughs> written them all down. down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my phone's too bloody big. I can't flex my hip. But, so the, these actually come very much into the, what we were saying about getting you like level three kettlebell certification and all this stuff. That you go to like some kind... So like an Eric Helms event, which... <laughs> so for the people who aren't listening, who's that? So he's... he's uh, people who aren't listening... <laughs> For the people was, who aren't listening, you, you almost got away with that. I know. <laughs> it, was, I, it sounded perfectly fine to me. You said from Johnny. Um, 
for the people who don't know who Eric Helms is or so, 3D Muscle Journey. Yeah, so so like someone who he's a um, PhD researcher and bodybuilder talks about the the mechanisms of and physiology of muscle metabolism and hypertrophy. He's a big deal. He's a big deal, big but deal. It, but it's very it's something that personal trainers love to nerd out on, and we we did as well. Like we turned up and we were like, oh, you know, learn some stuff about this. But the kind of questions that you have you have people asking. So why, why were you there? Why would people... So there's an he online our, coach. Yeah, there's, an, he, there's an online coach who's listening to this and thinking, I might go to James mm. Smith's new training seminar. I might go to Eric Helms's new this. I might go mm. to Paul Mort's new whatever. <clears throat> why do people go? What do they want? Well, so... so the I answers. Mean, I think it's perfect what answers? to go. But yeah, they, they want the, the secret, the thing. Mm. And the questions that they're asking, if it's on behalf of clients, it's like, you don't need to be asking that. It's just... What like? So... So, like, uh, Eric, Eric, I have a client, she, on her period, but uh, normally she squats 72.5 kilogram. This week, Tuesday, she squats 70 kilogram for four reps. She cannot do more. Is this uh, because, can you stop creating on period for, like, you're getting so bogged down. And, like, it's not going to help you get more clients. It's not going to help you be a better personal trainer. Or better anything. <laughs> and you, you see... You can see because these obviously these people have been asked these questions a lot, and you watch like someone asks what, a the, question, the period question. Well, like, but, like, but, but it's, it's there's an archetype of someone goes, Eric. Yes, I do have a, a question <laughs> pertaining. pertaining, and as soon as someone says pertaining or like implementate, yeah, or <laughs> anything like that, red red flag warning. The, yeah. the klaxon goes off. Do you remember what the, about if someone uh, opens up with a title that they have? So, like, uh, as a personal trainer of 15 it, years... I, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I absolutely love that. Yeah. The, do you remember the one... The, there was one... There was a bit where Eric was talking about... And I'm getting somewhere with this point, but it's just so... I don't care. Rich. I just want to hear funny stories. <laughs> Is it the um, patrol? Oh, so so he was talking about... Um, he was like, okay, so when, you, when you're setting up someone's diet and periodizing, you want to have, let's say, for example, um, five low-calorie days where you have moderate protein, moderate carbohydrate, low fat... And then two days of refeed where you have higher carbohydrate and uh, you, you, you cycle that through. And, uh, Eric, uh, Eric, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I've just got a question pertaining to um, the, uh, the, the, the aforementioned <laughs> status of, of, of diet periodizing that you just, just mentioned there. Um, how would one, you know, <laughs> how would one um, implementate that along with a, a carb cycling protocol? <laughs> And he was like, well, um, I mean, this kind of is carb cycling. <laughs> it, so, yeah. Like, so you need to be aware that when you go to these things that people might ask questions that are either too nuanced mm. or ones that where they're trying to sound too clever. It's it's because of the lack of, like, they, they don't, they're coming at it from, like, the, you need to have some kind of goal of what am I going to this for? Like, am I going for my own education? In which case, just sit and listen. If not, if it's for like... And ask a question that interests you, perhaps. That, yeah, exactly. And whereas if it's something to make you a better personal trainer, that is not... that It's never going to be the bottleneck unless you're like terrible at what you do. Because mm. most of the time, the the limiting factor with your client's result is not protein synthesis or yeah. like how... Their period. Their, their period or like how many grams of creatine they have post-workout. Or is it pre- it's it, their compliance. It's their total <laughs> weekly volume. It's your rapport it's with like them. It's being, like, a, being a human... Like treating someone like a human and being a human is is like one of the biggest things. But why, what, so why do you think uh, this is veering off? I want to get back to funny stories in a second. Mm. 
us three here know that the secret to getting in good shape isn't really a secret and it's really quite basic. Mm-hmm. It's move more than you eat, control the processed foods that you have, try and do progressive overload, try and lift heavy three times a week, try and yeah. get some sort of fresh air, try and get some daylight, sleep mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Why is the fitness industry so abound with different approaches to achieving that? Is it because, this is my theory, I'll see what you think. Um, the route from input to output, the process that people go through to get there is so opaque and so difficult to see that it allows everyone to be like, what's in the magic box? Mm. My magic box is the faster, quicker, superior magic box. Well, the only, it's the only way to mm. get to this, like... It, why, it, why is it, it allowing... Because it's, it's, a, it's a fucking industry. You guys work in an industry of charlatans. Yeah. Um, why? It, it's just, it's money. It's profit. Like, whenever in any... And you can see this in anything where the process is... The answer, the true answer is like a few things done every day for two years, like saving money, for example, like becoming wealthy. The answer is never like this forex in a trade. book, on a course, in a like in a forex masterclass. It's not this technical analysis yeah, um, system of, of triggers and entry it, points. And it's the fundamentals done for a very long time, and that and people don't want to hear that, and that creates a gap for people who are really good at marketing to make a lot of money. Cool and. What 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 else we got? I want to hear what happened when you went to go see James Smith because you've identified the fact that you guys aren't. You there's two broadly two categories I think of online yep. coach. Yeah. There's the James Smith and there's the Propane Fitness. Mm-hmm. Propane Fitness would be more um, analytical with regards to the way that they've got sales funnels set up. They're using ads cleverly. They're using spend online. I think we we see it as where where like the where the everyman option. Like not everyone can be James Smith by mm. definition. I think that's like everybody trying to be on Coronation Street or Hollyoaks mm. or, you know, like you need to be a certain type of person for that to work. If you make it, great. Yeah, you sort it. And it's easy to look back and go, oh yeah, just you want to go to acting school and you know you can, you can map out the path that you took to get there. Mm. But actually the reason is your charisma, the way you look. That And, and James is obviously great at that stuff mm. and that was you know the the elephant in the room for us in that entire seminar was like half the people asking questions like they're they're quiet they're shy and james naturally is not that mm. and that's going to be the biggest difference but that beside the point so we we teach people a way to just not to be run an academy with thousands of people in it just how might you go about replacing what you earn as an offline coach as an online coach like mm-hmm. if you could just do the same income in a way that was a, a bit allowed you not more, a lot more flexibility. That's attainable for everyone. It's not going to make you a millionaire, but it's achievable. And we do that with like marketing and sales, the basics of marketing. And there's and nothing sales. that stops you from doing what again my housemate Lewis is looking at doing, which is augmenting his existing offline. Well, exactly. yeah, income. I mean, we've we've had many people that we've worked with that have, you know doubled or tripled or, or like in one case, a couple of cases, like six, seven times their, mm-hmm. their income to like sort of 10, 10, 15 grand a month. But they still want to do some offline personal training stuff. Yeah, just I think I would as well. Yeah. yeah. I'd want to keep my foot in the thing. I'd have some clients that I'd be mates with. They just want to keep mm-hmm. their foot in the thing. Just mm-hmm. foot in the thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just um, foot on the ground and, and like have some level, because they get some level of satisfaction from it. And what's better is that they can then hand pick the best, offline clients that they have oh, yeah. charge a higher rate and just sack off the pain in the ass ones mm. and then just focus on cool. online work. 
so, who else who else have you been to see? So you have this Eric Helms thing. What about what are some of the other things that people should be concerned about before they sign up to a seminar? Oh my god. Like, like where to begin with that? Like so, some of the things some of the situations I've been in with Yusuf. Like so it's hard to describe because you have to the more you know Yusuf, the funnier the whole thing is. But <laughs> it Yusuf is you've got to remember the sort of guy who went to Blythe. Is it Blythe? Where to be in a cult. To be in a cult where he ended up lying down on the ground because everyone around him was dancing and he didn't get it, but he still went for 12 weeks. So, like, if someone says, this is the way to do it, Yusuf, he'll do it. The The first business coach we hired told us to, um, basically, we, we did, like, a boosted post Facebook ad, which is not never, you know, do not. Uh, yeah. do. If, if you mentioned boosted post, <laughs> Johnny, yeah. he's I mean, allergic. He actually has get, an anaphylactic you know, reaction. It's a great way. You get a lot of exposure, okay. but it literally just anybody can come into your world. There's no targeting or, or, or measurability to anything you do. And that's what happened. Loads of people booked one of these free co- coaching calls with us, which is what we were told to do. And we're good students. So that's what we did. And we spent about, I mean, probably a hundred hours on the phone. So just to give you some context <laughs> for this as well, like this is a man who was bragging about the fact that he put, makes people brings people to tears during the sales calls all the time, bragging that he got a single mum to remortgage a house so that she could sign up for his... Yeah, um, it really is extreme. Product. It, and the sales script they give you is really manipulative and really, like, just... Pain point, pokey. aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you're encouraged to make people cry. NLP. And so we, we've been doing this for a while. We'd had mixed success with it. Yusuf lost a friend over we, the... I remember feeling like nauseous while doing these calls because it was unpleasant. like, this is just so not in line with who we are as people. But mm. we were like, well, we've got to follow the process because we've <laughs> paid five grand for it. So Yusuf did a live on the on a call with this guy, a live role play where Yusuf was the client and this guy was trying to close Yusuf and Yusuf just kept... So the guy was like, it's... Five nine nine five for my program. Yusuf was like, "Okay." The guy's like, "What do you think?" He's like, "I think it's too expensive." <laughs> the guy's like, well, "What do you mean by that?" He's like, "Well, it's beyond what I feel comfortable paying." <laughs> He's like, well, what do you mean by that? Well, it's I'm unable to pay that today, so I won't be proceeding. And the guy just continued. And we've been in so many like on the other end of sales calls the guy, guy trying to sell us this program where he just kept saying, so what's next? So he would say something. <laughs> and I was sat next to you, so the guy was like, so, you know, this is the program and uh, so what's next? And you just kept saying something and it got to the end and the guy went, so, so what, guys, what's next? And you have turned to me and just went, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it, like, being, it's just weird. Being situ- on a sales call, like both people have to be playing the game, don't they? You yeah. Can't, yeah. Like, you can't, if one person just isn't bought into the game. Can't be adversarial. Yeah. So the, I suppose that the lesson is like the world of people selling marketing advice to personal trainers is a really like there, there'd be dragons for sure. Like there are people who have zero experience mm-hmm. in what they're teaching, like have legitimately never run a fitness business but see an opportunity in this, the same way in the fitness world Grant like, Cardone people who <laughs> I've never bought anything from Grant Cardone so but I, it is Grant Cardone have I, you seen the entrepreneur I have yeah yes yeah yeah but well, not the interview the actual documentary uh, yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Good. is it supposed to be Grant Cardone it is Grant Cardone right Okay. I mean, the, the accent sort it's of... quite blatantly. Gives it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. He's got a mug that says 11X on it. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yeah. I th- Right. Okay. So, I mean, in the same way that there are people selling, like, 
weight loss powder, weight loss pills in the fitness market. There's the same thing in, in this market, but it's more when people are like messing with their life savings or, you know, remortgaging things to, because they've been sold this dream gets a bit It's true. Like you've shit. got to be really yeah. aware of like, and I suppose yeah. in any industry, like once more people are making money from selling how to make money, Mm-hmm. Than, than the thing itself. You've got to be You've really, got really worried. But the principle yeah. from Mike Winnett from The Contrepreneur, the whole principle behind that is why, if someone had the secret, would they turn their customers into competitors? Mm-hmm. That's what he asks. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, it's not quite a zero sum game, but like, there's only, especially when you're talking UK audience, mm. there's only 65 million people here. Mm-hmm. That's for you, I'm going to guess. What's a good sized audience for you to target? Three mil, four mil for you? You mean on like on Facebook or yeah. on the internet? I mean like four hundred thousand would be like a one percent of the UK audience. Minimum, like bottom end. Yeah, I mean the, the thing is. Okay, so out of all of the people, you mm. only have a hundred of them. You only have a hundred one percent. Yeah, yeah. Like that's not that many. So the people ask us this question a lot. Like if if you're doing fitness and it's going so well, why are you teaching personal trainers? And I, I definitely get where that question's coming from because it feels like, you know, what the fuck are you doing? You're scamming me. Yeah. But the the reality of the market is, one, most people, most coaches couldn't handle even 100 people online, like the vast majority. So when you consider the market, when when you're in, a, when you're in like Newcastle and you're a PT, you immediately think of it as, well, there's me, there's that gym down the road, there's that CrossFit gym, and that's got all those mint PTs in. Mm, mm. Like, you think in a very competitive sense. When you move into the internet, really, anybody is a client because most people, or in Yusuf's world, everybody has a bodybuilding goal. They just don't realize it. So, like, you can legitimately work with anybody with internet connection. Seven billion people. Yeah. Well, pretty like And, and when we talk about... why the fitness industry is so big. It's huge. Because everyone, everyone, everyone has a bodybuilding goal. Yeah. Um, we talk about this idea of a freedom number or the point at which you've replaced your offline income with online coaching and either doubled your income or you can move into online coaching full time to get that. You need like 20 people. <laughs> so like if all we do, what do you, what you, what's like typical charging? You're charging something like a like hundred pounds a month. Yeah. Between a hundred and 200 quid a month is like average online at the moment per, for a monthly rate. So if we help even a thousand people do that, it's not even putting like, it's not even making the tiniest dent in the fitness industry. Like even, in like the northeast of England, <laughs> yeah. it would affect us. Yeah. And so when people say that, you're like, "Fuck off!" You know, like, do you just th- sit and think about it for a, for a second? <laughs> do you like, think? So here's a question for you: Are you a better online coach, coach, or an online coach, better online coach? With the, with with the same, the the material is different because yeah. well, no, like I, you have do to you know our ability. Yeah, are you more talented at coaching coaches, or are you more talented at coaching clients? I think it depends for us. For me especially, well, I think for both of us, it depends on the fitness client because we'll have some fitness clients who are, we work really well with people who are like analytically minded. So we'll have some clients who come in who like have listened to a podcast and you give them a little bit of information and you come, they come back and they've devoured all of the members area, all the podcast and they're shredded. It's a bit like you leave someone in the kitchen with like a pot of dry rice. And a cookery book. A a garlic clove and yeah, and like... (laughs) cookery book and mm. like a, whatever and you come back and they've just made a, a, a feast mm. with noodles and, and you're like oh okay, and then there's cool. some other people there's some <laughs> well other people so we i mean you probably get this like we we aren't like promoting um 
like a juice fast diet or like, you know what I mean? Like we, we're quite scientifically grounded. We're quite numerical. And our, broadly the unsexy stuff. It is exactly the unsexy stuff. But thank God, because we, we, we're too intolerant as people to, <clears throat> to handle the type of person that would come to you if you promoted juice fasts. Because there's a type of attitude and shortcut t- kind of mindset mm-hmm. that is very hard to shake if you have someone that comes to you yeah. and, and wants that. And then to try and coach them just becomes impossible because it's just like square. And, and that, that exists in in business as well. But I think it's more, I think people Depends think... how you market it as well. Of course it, it does, yeah. 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 But I think there are, there are a few people... There are, that's another story as well. There are a few, <laughs> a few people who think like, well, by tomorrow, I'll have a big business online. Like, I think the sort of... Most people... Big business online. Big, most people um, think, you know, it's going to take a year or whatever. And so the result is a more serious type of client than yeah, someone who's like, select. well, I'm going on holiday in 10 days. Get so me, get me if I'm not lean. Just that little fella. But yeah, so yeah I, I, it, it depends on the client, but because probably because generally when a PT comes to us, they're like guys serious. Yeah. I, I, this is going to take two years, but that's fine. Like we're on the same page. If someone comes to us and they're like, Yusuf, you're a doctor, mate. I want abs by, by next Monday. Can you, can you sort that? There's nothing we can do, but give us the right fitness client. Get you shredded. Fine. Okay. That's, 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 that's a good politician's answer about <laughs> coaching coaches. Or coaching well, also like my background is, is business and finance. Yusuf's background is like bums and breasts and <laughs> yeah. cells, hormones, cells. Glands. Yeah. glands, 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 or megalinegrum. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's say we've, we've talked about kind of like what the environment is and what the industry is like. Let's say that someone's thinking, okay, I'm offline PT, I'm ready to make the move online, or I'm someone who's got an interest in health and fitness, and I I think that I should do that. What's the first step? Do they buy a website? No. Do they make a brand? No. (laughs) Absolutely. For God's sake, no. Can I remortgage my house? No. You're going to (laughs) induce anaphylaxis again. Okay, what what are the most common things that people think they should do? Buy a website? All right. So, yes, that, and build a program. Don't do that. So don't write a program. Don't build a program. Don't get a website. Don't make a logo. Don't, definitely don't like pay someone to set up a Trainerize or My PT mm-hmm. Hub or anything like that. Because all that is doing is digging a trench in somewhere where you're not sure whether the trench is going to actually be there long term. Like you're building a house and you haven't checked the foundations. And so we, we see this all the time and we like use it in marketing a lot that you see someone post on Facebook on their personal profile, like, I'm proud to announce after six months of building it that I'm finally launching my eight-week fat loss blaster program. Zero comments, zero likes, tumbleweed six hours later and people wonder why. So the first thing to do is really you want to build some sort of sales process to test this with. Like have an idea, have a concept. Who do I want to work with and why? Why would that person listen to me? What compelling stuff have I got to say to that person? What might the program look like? then build a way to sell it to them and sell first and build in some people, bring in some people to so help pre-enroll. Program. Yeah. Or say if you were to post online and say, um, considering going online, uh, is anyone looking for an online coach at the moment? Why don't you give me a DM and we'll have a chat. Mm-hmm. And then you could say, you could talk to them, see the sort of people who respond. So you're talking about dipping your toe in the water. Yeah. You, you want to build a program that is designed for your clients, not what you think your clients need. And that means really you need clients to help you build it. 
So should you start off just coaching a few people for free? That's one option. Yeah. The, the downside of that is a lot of people don't take it seriously. It's like someone we know actually has just tried to offer. I don't know if you've seen this. He's just tried to offer 12 weeks of coaching for free. And no one's taken up on it. And the reason is like people don't, if I said to you, like, I'll make you a billionaire, but it's free. No problem. Suspicious. You, yeah. You just don't well, have, you Price know. is an indicator of quality. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. It's it reassuringly expensive. Like when, whenever we've paid a lot for something, we like, if you, if you pay Buy a lot for a course or audio mm. program or whatever, you'll, you'll go and do it because you're like, well, I've sunk this amount of well, There's a, there's it. a book in the marketing world called Breakthrough Advertising that you can only get now for like 800 quid. And everybody like gets really excited about the book because it's so expensive. It'll just have the same stuff in. Mm. So it's the basics of marketing, but like when things are expensive, people value them more. So if something's free, people tell right, it. So how, how do I find out who my audience is? So that I would serve you a year ago or you at the beginning of your journey. So I would have that as your client because you are like you, you are that person post transformation, right? Broadly should men coach men and women coach women for effectiveness? Typically that's the, that's the best way to do it, but yeah, it's, the, it's difficult. Like if you have some reasonable expertise in that, then fine. But when we like something I, I get, I feel it's weird when I see like a 25 year old man say that he's going to do like, middle-aged women post postnatal oh, and you're just yeah, like, like what do you know like, what do you what, know about that yeah about yeah. the struggles of a middle-aged woman <laughs> after having a baby like yeah it just it, it seems seedy and it seems like it, it is possible kind of, and some coaches are really good at coaching you know men coach women yeah exactly and like some men have really i'm sure have really good postnatal programs but for the first for your first online program it's it's making it harder for yourself because you have to imagine what it's like to be that person. So you want to pick the what were the goals that you had? Oh, sorry. Mm. Oh, sorry. Just the, the only exception to that is if when you, if just naturally from your your existing personal social media following, you get loads of questions and things from a specific demographic yeah. and you can't figure out why, <laughs> then fine. So Perhaps you've people. selected for men, women, mm. young people, old yeah, people. And, and it could be that, you know, James Smith is a very, is like a sexually desirable man and mm. so a lot of like a lot of women like him and so they go for they they they, they message him they see him as an authority and that's so he's like right i'm just gonna i'm gonna double down on this. you were saying that because james has got the mustache you're doing the mustache it's, it's exactly that you're yeah. hoping but he messages you aren't you ho- hoping he messages me yeah and then you can meet up with him yeah <laughs> um so the, 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 a good example of this a guy a client last week launched his sales uh funnel for his his program it was men only and more women bought than men. <laughs> like, so, you know, that he advertised it as a male program, but he had more female signups than male signups, so which is like the market going, hi, <laughs> this, is, this is the right thing to do. <laughs> so he's saying to me like, do you think I should rebrand it? Or I was like, well, <laughs> gut instinct. What, what, would you, what would you say? So yeah, like so, there are exceptions to that, definitely. But the first thing to do, build a sales funnel, like build a webinar, build a challenge, an email series, something like that, that positions you as an authority, gets you to show off a little bit about what you know and how you can help people and offer your program as a, like a beta launch at the end of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm doing this program. I want, and pick a reasonable number of people, mm-hmm. like 20 or whatever is reasonable um, for half price. And I just want some feedback. Mm-hmm. I want you to help me build it. I want ideally a testimonial. Mm-hmm. And then the program that you build is what they wanted rather than, 
like what Eric Helms spoke to you about carb cycling and period of management at a, at a seminar. Because that that's what everybody focuses on. Mm-hmm. But no one gives a shit. Like someone will make a, a, an ebook about how branch chain amino acids work and, and then wonder why their clients don't want it when their clients are like middle-aged women. So the, it, the exact, re- like the fact that everyone there was a PT and it wasn't made yeah. for PTs, it was just Eric Helms <laughs> speaking at an event. Yeah, but yeah, and that's who it attracts. And you're like, well... If you look around in the room, you think, well, everyone here is a PT. No one's what my client would be. Mm. And so they're not going to care. Like if, if this room is full of people that are my ideal client, then, okay, they're clearly interested in the mechanics of mm. carb yeah. cycling. So I'm going to yeah, then yeah. use that. <coughs> Talk about carb cycling to get my clients. And mm. the, the stuff that Johnny's mentioned there, I think applies for any result in any domain. It doesn't have to be fitness. Like just any anything that you have expertise in and you can get for other people that you can knowledge that you can pack and deliver and apply with someone, keep them accountable to that's the, the, you know what I, the main issue I have with the Grant Cardone stuff and like that, not just Grant Cardone, but like a lot of internet not marketing listening. in general, you might be, imagine if you want something cool. Um, Fuck off. is that I think some of the time, you know, people buy these courses because they're told, oh, you're going to become an internet millionaire, but you still need to have like, you can put a turbo onto anything, but if it doesn't have like wheels, a chassis and an engine, it's never, it's not going to make it go faster. What's the turbo are you referring to? The turbo is like, like, what these people are teaching is like a marketing mechanism, usually like a sales and marketing process for a business online. Well, uh, Mike, when it talks about that, he says that some woman bought this Grant Cardone's business Kickstarter program for Mm $3,000. Didn't have a business. Yeah. Like you don't have a product. I'm going to, they're going to help me come up with one. I mean that at shaky shaky ground to begin with isn't it like you need you still need it's still just demand and supply in the market like just because you bought something doesn't make you instantly have a desirable thing whereas if someone's a PT or it's the same as you say for like trades or like if you're an architect or a lawyer or I was speaking to someone the other, the other week who was a lawyer and now earns like seven times what she earned just working for herself getting clients online lawyer like, yeah so like, there's an example of had she bought Grant Carter or something like that, you know, like how to market yourself online mm. when you have a skill that is in demand, it works. So this, you can't fabricate that by buying one of these courses. There's a really good article. Um, I don't, I thought you might've sent me it or some, someone did. And it was, it was basically saying it was like a, one of the like article of the year or whatever. And it was just saying your entire worth is determined by what value you can George McGill. Other people. Was it George McGill? Oh, uh, yeah. George McGill. The guy that wrote this book is full of spiders. Oh, uh, okay. Society Fine. is the dying man on the ground and you are the one that's holding the penknife. Yeah. Oh, uh, cool. Okay, Gosh. yeah. So, so, so you're... Thank you. Yeah, so your your entire worth is just what you can offer to people. And so, I mean, that's how economics works. It's like the demand and supply. But people think like, oh, dollar signs, I need to learn the marketing then you're like, what are you actually marketing? What's yeah. the thing that... What are you but, selling? Because there's this sense of like, I think what these things do is they generate a sense of entitlement in people that like, well, if I put myself in front of the camera and then people will will just buy my product because mm. I'm worthy of this. And it's like, well, no, like not unless you actually have something to... Well, if you look at like to offer. all the legit businesses, like look at Amazon, like Jeff Bezos didn't have like a quick marketing funnel, did he? <laughs> Like Elon Musk didn't start Tesla. So you're saying focus on the product. I'm saying all those people focused on having a really solid product. They were focusing on the customer's experience rather than, 
but and this is the thing about like what Johnny said about oh I'm launching my new program and it's going to be sick it's going to be absolutely <laughs> amazing based on like the latest intermittent fasting and, like it, it's like people don't care and you're not thinking of it from what what do they want how can like because they'll be watching you on video and thinking well who's this guy how can they help me mm. I'm not interested in them I'm interested in my big belly and I want to get rid of it it's strange yeah. isn't it with with regards to when you you hear people and I see this with myself as well like thinking about I, I'm so in the weeds with my own experience of life and my own life my ability to have perspective on anything that I do is almost zero yeah 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 like you, yeah. you will talk to someone about a project once that you've thought about a thousand times Mm-hmm. Literally had a thousand versions of this thought. And then when it comes to talking to them about it, you garble your words. You're like... Because <laughs> there's so much to say. Hang on a fucking second. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, no, 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 no. So how do, how do people ensure that they're kind of still focusing on that? Is it focus customer first? So that that's what... So people, people mistake great product and focus customer first with like, right, I need to go into the, like a cave and make the best thing I can. Like that might be the best thing for you, but it might not be the best thing for the person buying. And that's why we're so big on... Like there needs to be both. There needs to be a way to get these people to take you seriously and actually pay you money. Because if they don't pay you money, it's not a business anyway. But after that, build what they need. Like what is what is going to get them the best result possible? Because the testimonials that you get where someone like we have people like videos of people saying we, we've, you, we've changed their life. That doesn't come because we explain to them how protein synthesis works mm-hmm. or like, you know, the, we gave them the latest intermittent fasting thing. It, we gave them the solution to their problem. And I think that's what... And they'll tell you. Yeah, like, like which this is, is the problem I'm experiencing. Please help me solve it. And then you use the expertise about the protein synthesis and the yeah. latest intermittent fasting just to solve skim it. off the... But they don't want to know how it works. You know, like, they don't give a shit how it works. It's like a small subset of the ones that do, but then they usually want to go and then become PTs and, yeah. you know... Don't details, mark. details. <laughs> don't bore me with the details. <laughs> That's um, it, isn't it? Layer cake. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is, all, to be honest, it is all just layer cake. You're born, you take shit, get out in the world, take more shit. Blonde Welcome blonde. to the layer cake. <laughs> take <it>. less shit. <laughs> Until one day you're up in the rare refined atmosphere. And you're an online coach. You're online. And, you, <laughs> and you're James, at James, James Smith, Smith PT with a blue tech. Yeah. Something else that just I just remembered was, this was a link that Johnny sent me about 42 minutes into a Tom Martin seminar. So, you, you know, you know, Tom Martin, like for the listeners, oh, God. this is a guy who is rid- like mental strong. Like he, he deadlifted 340 at 82 kilos, went up to 93s, got stupid lifts. Everyone thought he was on drugs. Everyone was like, oh, he's clearly on drugs. Like, look at his lifts. One day he left the powerlifting federation that was drug tested and became huge over six months and started deadlifting like 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 400 plus squatting 300 plus like really big lifts and just got looks like an absolute like turbo Belgian gob- blue ball turbo yeah. gobble yeah. <laughs> it's exactly what the yeah. and full is how he looks very full and, and then it was like oh okay so he wasn't on now it. he's on <laughs> So, he's moved to an untested federation and got very strong so he's a really impressive athlete like absolutely mind blowing and he's sat there, arm, arm in a sling because he's torn his bicep deadlifting, <laughs> delivering a seminar on, like, basics of powerlifting. And this guy goes, uh, Tom, Tom, just, uh, just just stop you there because I've got a question. Um, as a, uh, as a 
intermediate powerlifter who's um, recovering from an ACL reconstruction. In if this was back in on my left knee in two thousand and fourteen. Um, my question really relates to the specifics of and the mechanics of doing reverse band partial squats um, in as part of my volume building block. And and so what's the efficacy in implementing that within my programme for for improving my, my squat? He's like, have you thought of just doing full range <laughs> squats with a <the> barbell? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right. right okay. <laughs> like... It's the, the it's it, it, yeah the ba- the basics is what and that's what people don't want to hear. What's just, what's the one about uh, the guy the guy who turned up to the internet marketing uh, explanation seminar and didn't have an internet business? Uh, mate, yeah. I'm not being funny, right? So yeah, so we we were at a thing in we were at a, I'll not say where we were at a an event somewhere in the UK oh. undisclosed location and. Uh, <laughs> Someone came up to Yusuf, and Yusuf is not the person to ask this question of, because he doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was like, mate, mate, um, like, can I can I ask you can I ask you a couple of questions? It was asking us like loads of nice questions. <laughs> I'm not being funny. I'm not being funny. Can I can I ask you a couple of questions about that? Like, you don't have to answer this, for it, but how much do you charge for your online? And like loads of like really cloak and dagger, and it got Yusuf got down to like the. It was like the who, brass tax. Look, man, I don't mean to be funny yet, but <laughs> and the guy, how much do you charge for your program? <laughs> was it during cartel? <laughs> Very similar. But you, you didn't have a website or anything, and that's like that at the time. And wasn't was this also, a really was, advanced? Yeah, like yeah. it was like topper proper high end. You're talking about like packaging intellectual rights, and like it was ve- like it was ve- it was the assumption was. You had a website. Well, it's it was military <laughs> precision Facebook spend yeah, stuff, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, super advanced target. It's all like sort when, of stuff. when you've been doing it like seven years and you sit in a thing like frantically taking notes, like you know, really edge of your seat, That's it. holding and on for dear life. And, like, and there's like, a bloke in the back like, who doesn't have a website. Hires out like a community hall somewhere in like to do West London to like glutes and glutes and hams or something yeah, twice yeah. a week for it'd be, like a, it'd be like a school sports hall on a Saturday that but he's there because he wants he wants the answers and that you know the fa- my favourite thing about the um, the James Smith event was um, so f- the, the two things about that that were weird one was like it's very similar to the Tom Martin thing there's a guy on stage who's done very well and is doing very well in the internet fitness world. And the questions were like, James, mate, I've got, uh, I've got this woman who I charge 30 pounds an hour for. Oh. I think I might charge him 35 pounds an hour. Like, what, what do you think? And you want to stand up and go like, right, everybody <laughs> sit the fuck down. All right. This guy, thousands of clients <laughs> online. And that is the best question <laughs> like, that you, you can come up that's with. That's how he got to where he is by charging uh, an extra fiver per hour. <laughs> but, but it's when people just start with a sprawling story. As yeah, part of the question. yeah. And sometimes there's not even a question at the end of it. You're like, you just put your hand up there to just like have your turn. Vo- yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mate, well, this isn't so, a fucking meeting group. So it's speaking, a Q&A. Speaking of having your turn. So I'd asked a couple of questions. Oh. And you could see it was getting towards the end of the day. And I can, Yusuf always feels like, I need to participate in this. So, <laughs> so James is talking about, a guy, he's called the fitness chef. Mm. Does like, um, 
com- you'll have probably seen some of his stuff, comparison infographics of like avocado on toast and Snickers bar. And James went, oh, this guy's got like 150,000 followers. And Yusuf went... <laughs> <laughs> Made the... Two, imbra- <laughs> 250,000. And James went, really? I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, fucking hell, I only checked this morning. That is a it. classic example of, of, of the Crash Bandicoot chain where you just, <laughs> you just invent something in your head. And you're like, oh, yeah, I think he's really good. James was like, I checked this morning. He must have had a really good day. And that was and the one like, thing yeah, yeah, that, that you had to contribute. <laughs> After it was like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I then checked while we sat there. 150. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? So, so then I put my hand up and I was like, James, um, I charge thirty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> Great I was just thinking that I was, th- I was going to ask that as well. So it's the same. At uh, I went to go and see recently Alan de Botton in London and uh, Douglas Murray. Is there a Q and A for them as well? Yes, yeah. at the end, oh. yeah. So you can imagine, Alain de Botton. This, man, this man's YouTube channel has had 500 million plays. 500 million. One of the most insightful channels on the internet. And like, he, even he, Alain is like the most compassionate, gentle, he's like the ultimate uncle. Do you know what I mean? And but not even, the one the barbecue that... Not, not, so, the, yeah, touchy not, not one. the weird yeah. one. Um, even he caveated the beginning of his Q&A section by saying, please keep questions to no more than three sentences and please ensure that they are a question. That That's a man who has experienced a lot. Yeah. And do you know what it is? Just Douglas Murray attention. Douglas Murray said almost, he said two sentences and make sure it's a question. And there's still people mm. that stand up and go, yes, Douglas, um, oh, I, I, I wondered, I wondered, first off, uh, thank you, thank you for coming. I'm, like, oh. I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for thank you. First off, uh, obviously we are in Westminster tonight. It's like, fuck, mate, what is this? Is this the opening night of the proms or something? We're on planet Earth and uh, it's the current <laughs> Thanks for the season. framing, top, mate. I've top, only been this here is for your two, life. Like, I've only been here for two hours listening to him and Lionel Shriver talk about like the nuances of identity politics for you to remind me that I'm in Westminster. <laughs> oh, God, that, oh, am I? So annoying. Oh. I think I'd throw something. It was just brutal. Like, yeah. You should just have like a bag of marbles, shouldn't you? And you're allowed to throw marbles yeah. every time. <laughs> have you ever seen this before? So you had this thing where there was people with numbers in different areas of the room and it was like number one, two, three, four, five, six, all the way around. And he would just pick a number, and then they that person would go. It was like he delegated delegated out the way, but it was like this one from this section, and one from this section, and one from that section. Mm. I'm like, mate, really? This this kind of vision of uh, representativeness that you're giving out here doesn't matter. Just do just everyone be- in that row. Yeah. Like, yeah. just do... Don't make it more complicated than it, than it needs <laughs> than to be. It needs to be. Um, okay, so... You should get Darren Brown on the podcast. That'd be great. It'd be good. Um, I think that would be the most excited I'd ever be. But he'll take your wallet by the end of the He will podcast. do. Virtually. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, okay, so, we've given out some fucking cool info today. Um, let's do a recap. And also, we need you need to tell people where they can go to to sure. find out more from yourselves as well. So, okay. So I would say if, if, if someone is either, so like gym owner, PT, nutritionist offline, or we have, we help a few people who like, there's a few people actually who are fit, who've been fitness clients for two years and are in such good shape that they're like, I want to help people do the same thing, which is really cool. But so th- those criteria, so you're off, you're outside the industry, but thinking about it, offline PT, gym owner, anything like that. I I would start an online presence 
regardless of whether or not you wanted to be a full-time thing. And I would do it sooner rather than later. What's that mean? <laughs> like I would, I would have something in place. I would have an online program. I would have an online offering because really the barrier to setting one up at the moment is pretty low. Frictionless. Yeah. And if you, especially if you have like clients already, it bolsters the value of your offline service. Is, a, you have, is a PDF enough? Is a weekly call enough? I'd say probably not. But it, if we're going to get into that, I've got a, I've got a link that, that can help people with that. Awesome. Rather than me go through the deals. Um, but yes, yeah, sooner rather than later, just because realistically, there's someone starting today, now, 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 and you're just going to be a year down the line if you wait. And there's no reason to wait because everyone's always like, oh, in January or next year, magical land of when I have all the time and all the money. It's one of those things to do with us being in the weeds about our own experience again as well, isn't it? It's like you presume that everybody else is watching you. Yeah. And that you're going to put, oh, man, I've got to well, put out this it. fucking yeah, yeah. sick program. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, if my third cousin sees that <laughs> I've released this thing and there's a spelling error on the front page. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so do, doing, it's getting started today might mean in a year it's doing all right, rather than, you know, this time next year, just beginning. So start sooner rather than later. And don't get caught in the weeds with, websites and stuff you don't need focus on what I said earlier and just if you are getting help be very careful so I the question we encourage people to ask is like can I see your version of this business please like can I see if, if you're teaching me to build a fitness business I want to see this type of thing that I'm that I'm building because it might be like you might see their business and think that's Fuck weird that's shit yeah. and and probably the most common reason people give for like, I don't run my fitness business anymore. is like, it didn't suit my lifestyle. So do you want to be taught by someone who built a business that didn't suit their lifestyle? Just those sorts of things. I don't, I'm not trying to rubbish everyone else because there are some, some really good coaches, mm. but just ask for proof. Just like you would ask to see someone's lifts if they're a part of the coach or whatever. Right. Um, and do you have anything else? No, that's, that's make a mustache, get a mustache, make a mustache, make a mustache, stick it on, stick uh, it on where, so people are thinking this sounds, these two sound like they know what they're talking about. Mm. Where should they go? So propenfitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. Nice. Mm. Did it for you specially. Thank you. And that, all that is, is a, um, it's basically us as a case study. So it's propane fitness as a case study. And I just take you through what we did. Because that's what people always ask. It's like, what did you guys do when you were starting? What were the steps you took? So we've broken it down into seven, like our seven key takeaways. And it's free. Awesome. It's very Isn't that good. the best thing? That's fucking, I didn't even know you made that. Thank you. Well, for the listeners who are interested in more or just want to get something for free, link will be in the show notes below or propenfitness.com forward slash modern wisdom. Uh, obviously, follow Propen Fitness online, all that good stuff. Gentlemen, it's been sick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.